Hello everyone, my name is Shania Armstrong and thanks for tuning in. I'm really excited to talk to you all about uh, the information that my teammates and I have learned um, in regard to the women's movement that's going on in Nepal. Um, A little bit about my background. I am in my final semester at Carleton University and I'm taking a course, sociology course, called uh, Working Toward Women's Equality in Nepal, a qualitative study or a qualitative research project. So for all of you who don't know what a qualitative research project is, that is a-okay. All you need to know for listening to this podcast is qualitative research is working with people who uh, have lived experiences and uh, interviewing them to gain their knowledge and insight in the field of study that we're so interested in. So in the context of uh, this, the study that was done in my course uh, and the interviews that were done, we had the opportunity to interview five uh, wonderful Nepali women uh, who are all working toward equality in their home country of Nepal. Um, So for this podcast, I have two teammates, uh, Brooke Toutant and Cassie Rosico, who sadly because of COVID uh, can't be talking on this podcast with me. Uh, So bear with me. But um, they definitely did a wonderful job in doing so much of the background work uh, and contributed to a lot of the information that I will be talking to you about today. Uh, So before we get started, I do want to ask you to get a pen and paper, maybe a pencil and paper, or you're going to write on your hand, whichever one works if you don't want to get up. I want you to reflect by the end of this podcast on what you've learned. And I also want you to reflect on how you define certain terms. So I'm going to ask you to write down on a paper how you define equality. How do you define empowerment? Do you view them as similar? And what if you add the word women in front of it? Does your definition change at all? Those are the questions I have to ask you, and those are the questions I would like you to ask yourself and reflect on after you listen to this podcast. So to get right into it, uh, my group members and I decided that from these interviews, um, there are four main important aspects uh, that we should talk about when regarding um, how to sustain gender equality in Nepal and how to work toward empowering women there. Um, So these focuses and these points are on education, familial support, cultural integration, and political action, uh, how and how they affect women's equality there. So my team and I really wanted to take a look at women, working toward women's empowerment in Nepal and the important aspects uh, to sustaining work on women's equality in Nepal because those are what will make 
women feel like humans, feel like they are important, which they 100% are. Uh, So to get started, uh, all of our facts and information is based on the feedback we received uh, and the comments that they stated um, from the five wonderful Nepalese activists we interviewed. Uh, So we really noticed from these interviews uh, how important education is and how it plays a large role in preserving the work that has already been done for women's equality in Nepal and providing the ability to perfect, uh, project future movements for the equality. When conducting our interviews, we, we learned that this education that I'm talking about is a tool that opens up many doors for Nepalese women and encourages the empowerment of women. Uh, Education does this by producing the skills women need to provide for themselves financially, um, which leads them to having the ability to become independent, to not have to depend on a husband from a young age. Education will also allow for marginalized women to understand that they deserve the right to speak, they deserve the right to be heard, and they definitely deserve the right to participate which is why I, I'm emphasizing as well as why I believe that um, the women that we interviewed emphasized the, uh, how education is a pathway to success for the future of, women's, of the women's movement. Plus, the more the women are educated, the more they can have the knowledge to empower other women, to empower other people to get the education that they are entitled to. When looking at situations in a third world country, I know it's really hard, uh, from, especially from a Canadian perspective, to imagine a young girl being denied access to education. And so if you are feeling a little distressed or any, anything during this podcast, definitely feel free to uh, pause this podcast and take a little walk. Uh, one of our interviewees actually spoke about the negative feelings that are attached to being a woman in Nepal, being a girl in Nepal. And in this case, it really leads to less opportunity for education for these women. But when these girls are given a chance at, at, at having an education, these girls are given the chance to thrive as education just sets them women on the path to a better future. Another part of the women's movement in Nepal is getting the help uh, from NGOs and other Western organizations, maybe uh, through the getting supported um, to go to school or getting shelter, uh, clean water. Uh, So you definitely find um, funding or other aid efforts that are provided by the Global North to help girls and young women have the funding. But the Global North definitely lacks an important aspect of what it takes to truly help and make a difference. This would be understanding the importance of cultural integration. And for those of you who don't know what cultural integration is, that is completely okay. Um, It is a form of cultural exchange in which one group assumes the beliefs, practices, and rituals of another group without sacrificing the characteristics of its own culture. And in simpler words, in order to understand and provide valuable support, there must be a level of understanding that comes from 
the lived experiences of somebody else in a different culture, from a different culture. There is a great importance in immersing yourself into a culture to make a solid foundation of knowledge through experiences that help provide the right kind of support. The interviewees commented on this theme of cultural integration by saying that Westerners need to be more aware of what the Nepalese women need instead of what Westerners think that they need. One of our interviewees, actually, her name is Rama. Uh, she's a Nepalese woman who shared some insight on the importance of cultural integration. And she said a really powerful quote. She said, if you give a woman a sack of rice or food, then she'll be more happy than if you give her an iPhone 11 Pro. Which, uh, if you think about it, is very accurate. So you, you, that's what we mean by cultural integration. You really have to understand what the women in Nepal actually need. What I would say is, or what Rama would say is, every person will have their own story. Every culture has their own story. You just have to ask what that story is and you have to actively listen to what they're saying. As another example, another interviewee named Renew acknowledged an example where she actually experienced a thoughtful but uneducated gesture from a large organization. She said that they told her, we have the money and we would like to give it to you for soap making. And she simply responded with, no, that's not our plan. Like, the, it was very kind and thoughtful of this big organization to want to help them um, with their hygiene, but there are more important aspects and factors that they should look at before hygiene. Our interviewees wanted to let us know, like uh, with saying these examples, and let the world know how much Nepal really appreciates the help that is being provided by the Global North. It's just that there is room for improvement when it comes to truly helping make a difference for Nepalese women in regard to equality in their country. Another really important factor our interviewees talked about was the importance of familial support. And think about it in uh, context of yourself. When you have familial support, you thrive, uh, which is why we believe that all of these women talked about the importance of this support. As Rama mentions in her interview, women who are leaders in their country uh, have survived many harsh realities. As an example, Rama talked about um, when women go through their first menstrual cycles, they're about in between the ages of 10 to 15, right? Uh, these women or these girls uh, get sent to a hut alone, are unable to see sunlight, and literally have to eat off of the same plate for approximately 10 days. These girls, like I mentioned, are young when this happens. They don't understand why it's happening, and yet the family doesn't tell them what's going on beforehand and does nothing to help them. Though this harsh reality does stem from spiritual beliefs, these girls are being stripped of their rights. It's unethical. And the women in Nepal have realized this and they realized it really needs to change. These women do not want other women to go through the pain and decided to get educated and do something about the unequal treatment in their country. And this is why it is important to empower each other, to, to let them know that Ed education, familial support is so important to um, becoming 
recognized as an individual, as a human. When also speaking about familial support, another interviewee, Lakshmi, actually states family must accept the son and daughter as equals, including the act of giving equal respect to them. She continues to mention how once a family supports women's equality and empowers their children to move into the world as equal to one another, their society will follow soon after, creating a strong women's movement. For example, if you think about it, um, if somebody promotes their, their children um, to, uh, get, both get education and are both treated equally. They're going to project that onto their friends or their kids. And then that's how society will follow thereafter. Also, when talking about women's equality, the importance of governmental support and political action is definitely brought up. By implementing policies and changing laws to support women's equality, real change can begin. We saw this in a Western context when us women were given the right to vote over a hundred years ago now, and we were allowed to work. Women's equality was supported by the government, which helped to create national change. In Nepal, they do actually have policies in place to help support women's equality. One of our interviewees, Tara, explains that uh, it is a law that a third of the people in parliament need to be women. Though while this is a law, it is not enforced properly and often gets overlooked. Uh, Lakshmi actually explains that the government has 33 seats for women and yet five main parliament groups have no women. She explains this is mainly due to Nepalese women not having access to education, so it's not like it's an intentional thing that they aren't in there, but it's still, it's still disappointing to see. Uh, Rama also explained that this is due to government instability. When the government is unstable, there are, uh, they are unable to properly implement laws and uphold women's equality. So if you think about it, in order to gain a government position, to go back to uh, what Lakshmi was saying about Nepalese women not being in the system or the governmental system uh, because of their access to education, women need to be educated. Although the Nepalese government states that everyone has the right to education, Rama actually explains that in rural communities, there are no schools. She also explains that many women get married very young and are unable to gain an education since they're taking care of their children and the homestead. Since women are unable to gain an education, they are unable to run for parliament or fight for women's equality. Three of our interviewees, Lakshmi, Rama, and Tara, found that one of the biggest obstacles while achieving women's equality is the implementation of policies to protect women. Lakshmi explains that women's equality will not move forward unless people follow the rules and regulations which have been given in the name of women's equality. Adhira is another one of our interviewees and she also explains that people do not follow the rules and that they are not enforced in their society. To finish off the important, uh, it is really important to remember that every woman no matter what country, no matter what culture, what society, they all move through life differently and in their own way are kind of working towards women's equality. Our research project gave us the opportunity to meet and interview five incredible women whom all share their knowledge and experiences with us. 
we are very, very thankful that their contribution um, to our learning, as well as their contribution to the women's movement in their country. Throughout this project, our class has learned some of the important ways in which women in Nepal are working towards equality and what we as Westerners can do to provide support and allyship to the women's movement in Nepal. Some important takeaways we really hope to highlight or I would be how vital education is to the equality, the equality and women's empowerment, the benefits that can come from having familial support, the importance of cultural integration when providing help, and the emphasis that needs to be put on governmental change and political action in Nepal. Each of us in our own way can help further the women's movement in Nepal, um, maybe not at the governmental level, but definitely through love and providing support from our part of the world. Show these women that they have allies here, that they can talk to us and let, let us know what their culture needs so that they can, they can gain that gender equality that we are so focused on having. We would really like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. And I, we hope that you've enjoyed learning a little bit about the women's movement in Nepal. Um, at this time, I also do want to ask you guys to go back to your paper and uh, see if your, see if your uh, definitions have changed at all. I hope you all have, uh, all have a good day.